Oh, isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. A place that you and I can gather together to worship none other but Jesus Christ. Savior of the world. Amen. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Praise God. We are a blessed people. Amen. In America. But we're more blessed. Amen. With the revelation and the understanding of Jesus Christ. Lord bless you. You may make your way back to your chairs if you like. It'll be a little different tonight. Um, praise God. Brother Barry had done mention about Solomon and the, the prayer that was made by Kim about wisdom. Especially how to meet his people at times and circumstances, situations. Oh, how true that is tonight for you and I. Amen. The world we're living in, the hour we're facing. If there's ever been a time that we need that spirit of wisdom, it basically take you right back to the verse that we used the other night. I'm going to use it. I'm going to just use it kind of as a launching pad, Ephesians 1 and 17. Amen. And I'm uh, going to address some things. I'm going to try to uh, maybe prepare us and what I felt and uh, direction of the Lord and how to maybe uh, some of the things that we may be facing or possibly facing. And uh, with the help of the good Lord, it's going to be all right. Amen. Ephesians 1 and 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Lord, we love you tonight and appreciate you. We're so thankful just to be a part of the church. We're thankful for the revelation of your name, the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We're thankful, God, to have the opportunity to be here tonight and to be able to join together with our brothers of like precious faith and all that have gathered here to love you and to worship you. And we're, we're longing and desiring and reaching for nothing but your heartbeat and will in this service tonight uh, to move up and down these aisles and to touch our spirit and to touch our hearts uh, and visit us, God, in a measure in a way that you see fit. God, to, to give us direction like never before. We want to be the vessels of our hour and time and generation. We want to please you, God. We want to honor you. We want to hear your voice and obey your touch, God, in our lives here tonight. All the praise and glory and honor be lifted to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Appreciate you. You may be seated. Oh, it'd been nice tonight probably to come and probably not even addressed what's going on around us. But I didn't feel real comfortable doing that after... Uh, some of the things that's went on, I've been in, and I will say this, and I'm saying it maybe, maybe I don't want to say it the wrong way, but much prayer and thought and, and uh, where we at, what we're facing, what we could be facing. And so I think it'd be good to give us a little layout, a little idea what, uh, what direction that we feel that we need to go and ought to go and how we should go. And I feel like the Lord's given me some scriptures to help us out, amen, with some of this. Uh, that we're subject to face, um, how serious it could be. Nobody really knows. Uh, we could say in one sense we're facing some uncharted waters. Uh, even though we face things like unto this as a nation and as individuals. Uh, but at the same time, we want to we handle it the way God wants us to handle it. We want to 
want to be wise enough to walk in the, and you're going to hear a lot of things you've heard from me several times. I'm not changing the message or doctrine or anything. You're going to hear a lot of the same things that you've heard many times, and now the trying time, it's not going to change. We're still going to go about it the same way. Praise God. I, I believe in balance. I believe balance is one of the best things that you and I can work, amen, and especially at a time like this, it needs to be some good old-fashioned balance. It gets a hold of us. We don't need to get in one extreme to one way or the other. And we need the word of God to help us and the voice of God. But above that, we want the presence of God. What we do in the direction we choose. We want it to please God. We want God's presence to be in it. We want God's anointing upon it. Uh, to, to whatever we're direction, whatever, how we choose to go about doing it. So I'm going to address the situation a little bit. Uh, Sister Moore and I are planning leaving as soon as we can after this service got awake to go to. Uh, Mr. Henry Cochran's sister's passed away. He was so good to us in the passing of my brother. I know he worked for him and that added to it, but yet spent a lot of hours. So we feel, we feel it would just be just right for us to do that. So that's going to thank you, Brother Barry, for the time. Amen. And I didn't mention that to him. He didn't know it. But this will give me a little time and plus time to do that too. And uh, I realize, amen, some of these things, some of these privileges may be in the next few days may change. And we can like that or not. I'm going to address that uh, from what I felt, amen, from the Lord and uh, what I felt in prayer, how to respond to this, amen. So, and especially it even, it even got more so, uh, Brother Braden had texted me last night around 10 a little after and the results there, Brother Tony Spells and what they're facing and possibly facing and then Sister Teresa, we had Bible study with her this afternoon and uh, she brought to our attention that up in Ohio, uh, at least from where her, her grandmother, my right aunt, amen, at, and where they're at, they're shutting all the churches, have already done shut all the churches down. And so, you know, it's not just a local thing. It's not just a one-state thing. It's going to be a nationwide deal. And so we got to handle this. We got to handle this right. We got to respond to it right. And uh, I believe the Lord's going to help us to do that. Praise God. And um, I'm actually going to help you as individuals. I hope as a pastor I can help you as individuals how to respond to it and what you're, uh, well, how you may feel about it. And so I hope by the help of the Lord, I didn't write notes down. I didn't put it in. Maybe I should have, uh, but I just didn't do it. And, uh, but hopefully with the help of the Lord here tonight, we'll address it well enough and uh, that you'll, you'll have a good stand where we stand and what the direction we're going to take. Uh, I believe that... Um, Again, uh, when I mentioned that, that term even balanced, and to be honest with you, I was a little, sh not really shocked, I guess, in a way, but in a way I am. <laughs> uh, I've been asked, I got with a boss, and Brendan, I've been asked to be in a meeting tomorrow at 1230 about this same topic and situation. And uh, I don't know what it'll come of that, and I don't know if I'll say anything. We'll see. <laughs> but I'm, I've been invited to be there and to, anyway. So, uh it had been something that's just been overlooked this day, I promise you. It's been very much looked into and prayed about and to address. And so we'll probably do the same thing tomorrow. I'll be sitting with other pastors, amen, in our, not in this particular location, but of our faith. And to help make sure the direction that's being taken, the actions are being taken, 
Amen. And I know where I'm at. I'm going to stake them tonight so that tomorrow is not going to. And I say it won't change me, but if it's out of the Bible and I feel it of the Holy Ghost, then we'll change. But until then, I'm going to stay with what I felt in the Holy Ghost today and what I felt impressed of the Lord and out of the Scripture. Amen. Of, of how we're going to try to handle this situation. Okay. And if I get some agreement, may not, may, you know, we'll just see. But praise God. I'm the one that the lots fell on. I'm the one responsible. So I'm the one. I probably thought more about it today than all of you. <laughs> okay, not just today, but last night. But anyway, so and no, those statements are not made in a wrong, wrong attitude or spirit. I do believe that, that God's people can handle things uh, different than anybody else, and it pleases God. Now, the top of the list is I want to please God. The actions we take, I want to please God. I'm not in this for some pride journey. I'm not in this for some ego journey. I'm in this to please God when it's all said and done and when it clears up. And I believe it's going to do that. I believe it's going to do that. I believe God can help us make the best of it. And I believe that our actions and attitudes and response of the circumstances, amen, is where God can perform his best. And so, you know, you're going to have some that's going to go from one extreme to the other. But we're going to do our best to be balanced with the word and with God. When it's said and done, God be the glory. And that's what it's about as far as I'm concerned. So it takes us right back, and I just couldn't help but think about it, man. Right back to last Wednesday night, that we need the spirit of wisdom, amen, not only in revelation as far as the gospel and living for God, but how we live on a daily basis. Believe this or not, you and I need the spirit of wisdom to go with us every single day of our lives as the spiritual epistles of Jesus Christ. You know, the crisis, it, it shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter if it involves one person or if it involves a thousand people. It shouldn't make any difference whatsoever, amen, not as a vessel of God. God, not whenever we're talking about handling circumstances, situations, and that, let me say this again, right down to an individual or two that involves our community, our county, our state, our nation, our world. We should approach it in the same form and the same manner. God, I want to please you in our actions, our conduct, and how we handle this situation. So with a lot of that being said and uh, how we're going to go about doing that, uh, I want to help everybody. Amen. Uh, uh, I think it should be some major concerns on some people. I think now, if you remember Sunday, I made this statement. I said some is subject and prone to want to just shove it under the rug. Others want to take it to the extremes and blow it so far out of proportion for whatever reason. Now, the method or the reason why we're up here, amen, is help us as God's people and handle this the way God wants us to. I'm not interested in shoving it under a rug, and I'm not interested in blowing it way out of portion because, you know what, we're serving a God, amen, that can protect us and thank God for his protection. And, but at the same time, we need to use balance and we need to use common sense and where we stand and why we stand, where we stand and putting up the fight, we're putting up the fight. All the fights and stands we need, amen, put up, amen, better be backed up with the gospel, better be for the purpose and reason of Jesus Christ, not just to put on as a show or anything like that. And I'm not throwing mud. I'm not slinging mud. Please don't take it that way. I'm telling you what God dealt with me the day before I ever, any of this other ever unfolded, okay? So. As we begin to watch some of this, and I prayed about it and sought the face of God about it, and, and you know, what, what are you and I going to do whenever, if, if, and I put that in there because I don't know. I don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. I don't even know what's going to happen by Sunday. So that's one reason I'm addressing it tonight. And, uh, but how are we going to respond to it? Uh, for instance, um, let, let me just lay down some, let me give you some scriptures first. 
that I just dealt with, that, that I felt impressed of the Lord, to, amen, to help us to understand why we're going to make the stand where we make it sometimes when that point in time comes. And so I'm going to use some scriptures. You can jot them down. You're going to know these, and you can go back to them. But Matthew 22 and 16 is going to be a good start. Here we're going to talk about, amen, Jesus Christ and his response. This, this response, I promise you, wasn't near as large probably in this setting as it is for us right now. And what I mean by that, but yet it was important. And it's how to deal with our government, how we respond unto our government, how we, we act and what we are responsible to unto our government. So in Matthew 22 and 16. They sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and a teacher, the way of teaches the way of God in truth, neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. What he is saying there. Their positions, it didn't matter what kind of office they were holding, it didn't impress the Lord one way or the other. He didn't look upon them any less, but neither did he look upon them any more, especially when it comes, amen, to the truth and living for God. But watch what and how he responds to this because he knew they were trying to set up a snare. He knew that they were trying to entrap him, amen, to try to bring destructions and things of this nature. So watch what he does. Tell us, therefore... What thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Is it lawful to give tribute? We're taught by the word of God to give tribute and honor unto those that deserve it. And believe it or not, I could take you in a chapter of Romans where we're talking about that tribute and honor. That's to people upon this earth. <laughs> Of the offices they hold, the, the places they uh, honor and, and hold and respect, and especially if they do a good job. And I can take you and show that in Romans, okay? So as we watch this begin to unfold, and his response, amen, to this question, and to this challenge that's being given unto him. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, We got to understand. Why we're being asked to do what we're doing. And the reason behind it. That makes the difference of our response. Okay. Now I know it's a lot more glorious. Well I want to touch this because I've done been approached. I, this won't tell me at the beginning of this service. If anybody knew that I knew about what went on. <laughs> It's a lot more glorious, amen, to come out with blazing guns. and I'm not trying to cross swords or axes with nobody, but at the same time, Lord, I don't want to be ignorant. And I don't want to get out on some tangent or some limb that don't have no backing of Scripture or of God. Because if you do that, even as Pentecostals, and one God Pentecostals, God will leave you out there. And you'll suffer the consequences. Okay? So, as we watch him, amen, address this. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tip thee, me hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? They say unto him, Caesar's. 
Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God. Most of the time when we use this text, we look at it and think of what? Taxes. <laughs> think of paying our taxes and paying like we should. And we ought to. Come on. Yeah. We, we should pay our taxes. What's what we owe? Uh, we should pay. We should do that. We should count it. Actually, honor the privilege. You know, I mean, it'd be nice not to pay taxes, but uh, it wouldn't be nice to drive on dirt roads. It wouldn't be nice to come to the rivers and have to swim across them. <laughs> There's a lot of benefits and privileges of paying taxes that you and I, uh, are, you know, every day you, you, you benefit from paying taxes. If you get outside on the roads or do anything, there's a reason, there's a reason for those taxes being paid. There's service, amen, being paid. So anyway, but as we look at what he's saying here, now watch this. Notice all the gospels dealt with this same topic, by the way. Let me just make mention of that. I'm not going to all of them, but yet just to help to help to understand the, the the importance of this conversation and this situation. All the gospels write about it and almost identically. Okay? Luke 2 and 1 and 6, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar. Now, this is not quite the same thing, but I want to use this, okay? There went out, amen, a decree from Caesar, Augustus, that all the world should be taxed. Hmm. It wouldn't have been a big deal, but watch this. This is in parentheses. And this taxing was first made by Serenius, was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, and everyone unto his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. If anybody should have been exempt from making this journey, it ought to have been Mary. She was not in the condition, amen, to crawl on top of a donkey. And make this journey, amen, to pay taxes. And it was a decree that was given by the governor at that moment in time and season. But you and I know the scriptures well enough that it was already prophesied that a Messiah was going to be birthed in Bethlehem. And so this decree that went out, we could have easily said, wait a minute, this is some government and he's asking everybody to do it. But I'm going to tell you what, Joseph, I'm not up to going, amen. I'm expecting a child. I'm at the point of it. I'm not going. Boy, y'all looking at me like, what is this nut doing? Praise God. But I'm telling you what, if there's ever been a people need to be balanced, because we're living in one of the most unbalanced worlds. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. We're not exempt as Pentecostals from letting them spirits to get a hold of us. But this old boy is not. It's not about me. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about the gospel. It's about God. It's everything about it. It's about him. It's not about us. It's not even about this local assembly. It's really about Jesus Christ and us representing him in every banner, every conversation, every opportunity we get to represent him. And if we'll do a good job of that, guess what? He's going to represent us well. He's going to keep us, bless us, and see us through some things. But we got to do this God's way with a backing up of the Scriptures. So just, just hang with me if you don't mind. I'm not jumping on nobody. I'm just laying a foundation. This is what, this is what the first Jesus name Church of Bendale is going to do. This is how we're going to respond to it, okay? 
And so, as you watch this, and I, I use that from Luke, amen, to just help us understand. We know the reason why she had to go. We know she had to go, amen. And, and I'm telling you, she was not in a condition to go. But she had to come under subjection, amen, to Joseph and to, amen, the decree that went out. And she went, but guess what? It was doing nothing but fulfilling the word of God and the prophecy that went forth. Hey, who knows what this is going to, you know, you know what's this going to lead to? What's in it? I tell you this much. How many of you believe that God, amen, that God's a sovereign God, that number Two, that God rules and reigns in all the affairs. And if we'll just trust God and believe in God, God's going to work this thing out too. That's the reason. Now watch this. I am not governed by fear tonight. That's the reason we're not in some panic mood. You know, I didn't come in this church tonight, amen, with my spirit and worshiping him. But let me tell you, watch this. That's the reason I believe in every service we ought to give it everything we got to worship, magnify God, create an atmosphere for the glory of God to fall in this house. And we shouldn't wait for times like this. I refuse to allow the same attitude and the spirit of 9-11, amen, because I'm going to tell you what, it won't last three months when it's over with. But watch this. We don't handle this balance right three months from now. People get some lawsuits that have shut the doors. I'm not smart enough. I ain't been to colleges. I don't know all that stuff, so I depend on him. And sometimes God works things out. It may not make sense a lot of other people. But as long as it pleases God, that's all I'm after. And so... As we watch this, amen, you can go to Luke 20, 22. It is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no? But he per perceived their craftiness and said unto them, Why tempting me? 20, Luke 23, 1 and 4. And the whole multitude then arose and led him unto Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nations and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ a king. And Pilate asked him, now, now watch this. Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. They could not find anywhere where, where Jesus ever rose up against Pilate or against Caesar, the governor. Okay? What I'm trying to do is make sure. Now watch this. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to just put it on out here so you won't be wondering. I, what if they pass the law and make it that all the churches in George County has to close? What you going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to follow that as long. Now watch this. As long as when we have closed doors here, and I'm going to deal with that in just a minute, if you don't mind. Okay. So don't cut me off too quick. As long as when I drive up the road, all the other churches are not gathering. As long as the businesses or places similar or like in the two are not gathering. Here's the deal. Now, if they call me or they pull up out here and say, hey, look, no more services starting Sunday. Okay. But we're going to let all the other denominations and everybody else go to have church. Okay, we're showing up Sunday morning. We're going to have church Sunday morning. He can bring the sheriff, he can bring whoever, and how many of them he wants to. We're showing up. You know why? They picked us out. I have a right, even by the law, 
And whenever you centered me out and allow everybody else in the county to open the doors and do and worship and worship who they want to and how they want to, but you close my doors, I have a right, amen, to say, oh, no, that's not right. Okay? Hmm. How are we going to handle this? Well, it depends on what they tell us. If they tell us, say, look, y'all can't go in a closed building, 50 or more people. All right. That's no problem. We'll come and pick up them chairs out of that fellowship hall, park them cars out there in that grass, and we'll put them fellowship chairs right out there in that blacktop. And then at least on one, one every, every Sunday, amen, if it's going to last eight weeks, at least once every Sunday, we can join together outside and have church. There is a way to work it out. And still be, get, now watch this. Here's the key to all this. I don't know the sheriff real personal. I know him personal. And I, know, I think there's some here that may be kin to him. But we have, good, we have a good, good relationship far as I know. I mean, he was even, he's come by the hardware store a couple of times just asking and seeing how things are going, anything he could do, things of this nature. So when this thing is over with, I want to still have that good relationship as long as he's doing things right. I want to do things right. Now, if he singles us out, relationship ain't going to stay the same. We're going to come have church. And we're going to have church. Does that make any sense? I hope it does. Because that's what we ought to be doing. Now, watch this. If we continue to have church, and I'm going to leave this up to some of you. I got some more scriptures here I could have went through. I could have went... Acts the 17th chapter. What's this? Paul and them, I could use the, the, the next man in line with us. If you go to that 17th chapter, 7 or 9, it deals with the time of Jason and them when they was pulled out, a man, and being accused of contrary to the decrees of Caesar. And there was another king, one Jesus, and they troubled the people and the rulers of the city. And when they heard of these things and when they had taken security of Jason and of the others, they let them go. Okay, that security, go back and study that verse out. It actually means, amen, when they finally brought them in and brought them before, amen, and, and counsel with them and, and, and talk with them, they come to find out they didn't have nothing against the king Caesar. They talking about King Jesus Christ. It's a different kingdom. They didn't have no, no means or ways, amen, to hold them or anything like that. Here's what we got to do. We got to make sure we obey the laws of the land. How many of you believe that? How many of you ever heard me preach that we need to obey the laws of the land? How many of you ever heard me preach that we, you know, I don't do headlight and I don't do a lot of those outlaw things because what? It'll destroy our what? How many, of you, how many of you ever heard me preach before this ever came up, amen, that you need to drive like you ought to drive out here on the highway, that, you know, you ain't got no business driving 90 miles an hour and you're breaking the law, running red lights and... So, so, I haven't changed. I haven't changed. We're going to obey the law as long as the law is being right. Now, do I always agree with our government? No. If the government have their way in some areas, we wouldn't preach against certain lifestyles. Alter lifestyles. Guess what? The word overrides that. And when they pass the laws, we're going to keep preaching the word. It may cost us. But when that time comes... The point I'm trying to make to us tonight, if I'm going to wind in, up in jail, I want it to be for the gospel's sake, not because I'm breaking the laws of the land. There is a difference. 
It's right. It's right. Okay? So that's how we're going to handle this. Now, if they don't mess with and you know what? We, we're praying for this county. We're blessed right now. Because I've done made statement to you. There are certain states that's already. Now watch this. And, and this, is some of, this is what we're going to be discussing tomorrow. Uh, believe it or not, it depends on probably your location. It really, it really is going to depend on that. For instance, uh, if, it, if it keeps propelling and doing like it's doing, and for instance, right here in Bendale, we start getting five or six or seven or whatever that's, that's you know, winds up with the virus, and they're, they're, you know they got it. And so, so what are you going to do then? Okay. Even if they don't, here, watch this. If we decide tonight... And you, it's up to you. I, I watched some of us tonight just a little hesitant about handshaking. I don't have no problem with that. If we don't do no handshaking, no hugging, I would recommend that. There's some under the sound of my voice and some that's not here. I would recommend for you in your condition. Now, six weeks ago, I might approach this area just a little different. Because I believe in God. And I believe He can heal. I believe He can protect. But I also understand. Now, watch this. Here's the health problem. How many have been praying for your health people? Hey, I'm serious. Now, listen to what I'm fixing to say right now. Hey, I'm talking about these guys and nurses and, and, and people that are exposed to it. They're, that's their training. They're exposed to it. You know, it's one thing for us staying out here. Nobody's, you know, we never rub shoulders. Nobody's been diagnosed with it and don't have it and all these other things. It's quite another. Whenever you're hands-on. They're on the respiratories. They on they in the the IC you know room, and they're on the beds, and they're in the respiratories, and they got them hooked up, and their hands on with them day in and day out. We need to pray for our doctors. We need to pray for our nurses. We need to pray for our first responders. We need to be praying. We need to be mindful of them and praying that God keep us. God keep us. Show us your mercy. Show us your grace. Help us. You know what? God can make the best of this situation if we let Him. I'm still letting the devil. Amen. Over something that was actually created by man. And God allowed it. Because he made us as gods. We can choose, do good things and bad things. But it's how we respond to it makes a difference of who we are. Ooh, praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. God's going to help us, folks. That's the reason I'm not going to get, you know, all this. We're not going to do that. I had somebody tell me today. I'm not going to call his name. But uh, uh, anyway, he, he, he promised me this. He said, hey, if it's against the gospel, he said, man, I'll fight till the blood's dripping off my elbows. But if when it's a health issue and everybody's involved, it's a different ball game. Okay? So watch this. I wouldn't blame if some of you decide, you know, here's another. Watch this. This is something else we got to watch. I'm, <laughs> You better not preach and make it mandatory for you to come. I better not put pressure on you and, man, and make it a mandatory for you to come. What would happen? Okay, watch this. Uh, boy, I hate to be negative on some of this, but I, I'm going to tell you what could happen. Okay? If I preach in a manner in a way that forces you to come and you come and you wind up with it, and three months from now you get your lawyer and prove that you got it from here, guess who's getting the lawsuit? You might be shocked in three months, six months from now, or probably a year from now, who's going to get some lawsuits over this stuff.
Hey, we're living in a crooked world. But watch this. The devil's out to snare us and trap us. That's exactly what they're trying to do to Jesus Christ. And he told them, hey, you rendered Caesar the things of Caesar. God's wanted to set up government. God's wanted to set this thing up. And so as long as it stays where it should in instructing, guiding us, we're going to follow it. Now, the moment that they single us out, and it's just our church or our faith or us. Now, I'd have a big problem with this if they hadn't closed the casinos. If they hadn't already been shutting down businesses, go to Chevron, Ingalls. I mean, hey, it'd be a different story, okay? Anybody understand what I'm trying to say? Why is this so important to me? 1 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. This is Paul's writing to a young pastor, to Timothy. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. I have to repent of that because I didn't desire it. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, I didn't want it. But anyway, <laughs> watch the next one, though. Watch the first one on the list. A bishop then must be blameless. Study that word out, blameless. I wrote it back up here on this front. Watch this. Blameless means not able to be held in a criminal Sense is the first thing it says. So ever how I lead you and direct you in worship and serving and even come to this house. I got to make sure I'm doing it in a way that I can still be blameless. And so we got to stay lined up to the book. We got to stay lined up to God. We got to do these things that will be pleasing in his sight because watch this, if we'll do what he tells us to do, you know what? He's going to protect us. He's going to keep us. He's going to provide for us. Amen. He's going to see us through this. So let's be careful. Make sure we don't approach this thing in a form and a manner. And hey, I've made, I've made it a little, you know, uh, what, you know, Sunday night, I told you, you know, walking around. You know what the, the, medic, the health department's worried about? If there's such an outbreak and all of your hospitals fill up and then that doctor's got to walk down through there and say, hey, don't worry about that one. Let's help this if we can. That one's too far gone. And if we didn't do our part to help keep that from happening, and God knows, God knows, this is not a Mississippi thing. This is not even a George County thing. This thing is worldwide. You heard what he said about in Africa, what's going on in these other places now. Okay? So I hope maybe I've helped you tonight to just get a little idea. Amen. So, you know, what's this? If you're sick, if you felt like you may have come in contact with it, and if we're having services, I wouldn't come. 
if you're a prime candidate and feel like it's best that you shouldn't come, I'm going to bless it. You don't have no pressure for me. Here's what you will have, though. Even at home, at that set time, I'd get my Bible out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go feed the chickens. I wouldn't clean the yard. <laughs> I wouldn't go to Walmart. I mean, if you're not going to come to church, don't go other places. You see what I'm saying? So I'd get my Bible out. Now, now some churches, believe this or not, some of our own. I was told today, the one in Jackson, they, they'd stopped their services. They, they're live, live streaming. There's, uh, I don't know how well I could do that. <laughs> I might could. I don't know. About, nobody in the church. I mean, you know, anyway, I might could. But uh, praise God. So we, we got a way, you know, if push comes to shove, we have got a way to, to work with it some. And because uh, we're not interested in being eight weeks without services. So we're going to make the best of it. But please, let's pray about it. Let's work together. Let's deal with it as it comes. You're saying, well, preacher, I said, okay. We should use the same strategy as if a hurricane was coming. If, if Katrina was coming in tonight, right now, would it have been wise for us to just come on way out? It'd be like, God, take care of us. We're just going to go into church. And hey, I remember when Katrina come in. Number one, I thank God it was during the daytime. Number two, I remember right here, I had people in both of these buildings. Finally, it got a point in that storm. Some of you remember this. I had to stop you from coming from this building to that building, back and forth. Why? This is the reason I gave you. I said, you're going between these two buildings, and those limbs are going through there and knock you out. Guess what? Now, I've got to get out there. Somebody else has got to get out there. We've got to call emergency folks to get, come get on the dangerous roads to come do something about it, and it could have been prevented. What's wrong with using common sense? You don't think that's... Watch this. If you had the flu tonight, and I had fever, would you come to church tonight exposed to everybody else? I had some here that had it and didn't come for some services on that account because they didn't want to expose it to everybody else because they knew there was a certain amount of time to give it to somebody else. Now, I'm going to say this. This is what would kill me above everything else. If I made contacts and winded up with it and gave it to Mr. Ford or Miss Ford and they caused them to leave this world. Now, that wouldn't be. Now, let me say this because I just watched it on my own brother. You can get in a situation with all of our technology. They can't do nothing about it. When you get so far south, buddy, it's a done deal. I knew with my own brother that Wednesday night, if God didn't perform the miracle, he wasn't going to live. I watched him as soon as they took that auction off of him. Them numbers dropped immediately. And the only thing that kept him in the condition that he was in in the last three or four days was that line and drugs. Other than that, he was already dead. So we better use some good common sense. Let's pray God help us. Let's handle this thing. Let's respond to it. Here's the best thing. 
What, what do we say during hurricanes? Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're praying for the best. That they won't even none show up. In George County, keep us, God. We plead your blood. So pray about it. Let's pray much about it. Let's be sincere and honest about how we handle this. Okay? All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Got any questions? Got any complaints? It's a good time to find another church if you don't like how we're doing it here. <laughs> I'm just picking with you. I am. I am. We love you. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't believe nobody in here We want to see somebody else wind up getting or something because we, I'm not saying we're not having church, but we're going to, we're going to, from service to service is how we're going to handle this thing. Okay? And we'll work it from there. God's help. Let's pray this thing will blow on out. Let's, 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 that eight week, let's, let's, we don't believe that report. We're not taking that one. We, we'll take the two week one. We got one of them behind us already. That's what I like. Love you. Appreciate you. Hopefully something was said. Let's remember Henry Cochranem lost his sister first part of this week, having her wake tonight, funeral tomorrow. And uh, again, that just shows you, you know, this thing could push to the point that that would have had to been canceled. And it may happen for the weekend. Enough cases showed up in the next two days, buddy. They don't have a choice. I mean, they didn't close schools for nothing. They didn't give the, the opportunity for Ingalls to come in or not for nothing. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. Pray for your pastor. Let's pray for one another. Let's believe God. God bless you.